Hey there, and welcome to the Digital Nomad Life Podcast. I'm your host, Krista, aka Christabella Travels, also known as the founder of the Digital Nomad Life Academy, but more on that later. Today, I want to talk about what digital nomad careers you can have, even if you don't have a degree. I hope that this episode brings you lots of optimism and hope, and yeah, just gets you excited for the fact that you can have this lifestyle, even if you don't have a degree. So I want to introduce myself and then I want to talk about my philosophy or what I think my personal perspective on degrees and how they are or are not useful. And then also give you some uh, practical tips on how to create the digital nomad lifestyle for yourself um, and what kind of obviously things that you can do to make money even if you don't have a degree. Okay, so let's start with my introduction. As you know, my name is Krista. I've been a digital nomad since 2013. That is when I booked my first ever one-way plane ticket to Thailand. If you want to hear the details of what my life was like before I became a digital nomad, you can listen to the very first episode of this podcast ever, which is called How I Got Started as a Digital Nomad. Basically, um, I was working in a marketing agency for a few years in New York City doing the hustle and grind of the corporate life. I, so I know what that's like and I know that it just wasn't for me. So I was really motivated to do anything else that would let me focus on my priorities of life, which was travel, freedom, authenticity. So the first thing that I did was I moved to Thailand to become an English teacher. I ended up getting a job at a tech startup and I did marketing for them. I lived there for two years as an expat. That was amazing. Then I did freelance for a while. So I was a freelance content creator and a freelance writer. So I know how the freelance life works. And then I got a job as a remote employee for a tech startup. Uh, that experience was amazing. I traveled the world um, just because I could because I was working remotely full time from my laptop. So I know what it's like to be a remote employee. While I was a remote employee, I launched my content creation business. So I, you know, have done the influencer content creator thing. I know what that is like as well. Um, then I moved into marketing, consulting, freelancing as well. And then out of popular demand, after lots of people were seeing me on Instagram, my Instagram is Christabella Travels, by the way, after lots of people saw me talking about my digital nomad life on Instagram, they were asking me how to do it. And out of popular demand, I launched my coaching business. And ever since um, basically 2019, I've been coaching people to become digital nomads. And with that, that means that I have stepped further into my content creation role. I've also become um, just a scaling entrepreneur after doing the solopreneur thing. So the reason why I'm telling you all this is because I, I have so much experience making money in so many different ways. And I have so much experience designing my lifestyle. Not only do I personally have a lot of experience, but over the years that I've been a digital nomad and as my extremely extroverted self um, who really cares about connecting with other people, I've also met thousands of other digital nomads too. And I'm always just so curious about their lifestyles and about, about their careers. So I ask them like, oh, what do you do? And how do you get your clients? And how did you get started? And um, something that I'm really happy to report to you right now, person who probably doesn't have a degree, is that not everybody that I've met on my digital nomad travels has a degree and they're still making it happen. 
I think it's important to share that I personally do have a degree. I have a degree in journalism and maybe my degree did help me get my first couple of jobs, like jobs when I was employed right? Because I've been employed uh, a few times it, when I lived in New York City. And then I was employed at the tech startup that I worked at uh, remotely and the one that I worked at when I lived in Bangkok. So yeah, maybe having a degree helped me get jobs. But as you have seen in my career trajectory that I just shared with you, that half of my experience as a digital nomad was really self-employment, where I was a freelancer, a content creator, a coach, a consultant, um, and now an entrepreneur. And when you're hiring yourself, it doesn't matter what degree you have. A degree is simply a piece of paper that society, basically, it's like they're a little gold star where society is like, good job, you are doing the things that we expect of you. But when you are becoming a digital nomad, you're literally doing something that's against society's expectations. Personally, I refer to society's expectations as the matrix. And if you want to listen to another episode um, in this podcast, it's called, uh, I think it's called, what is the matrix? Anyway, listen to that. I'm sure it'll help you feel super seen and understood. And um, yeah, part of the matrix, part of the societal expectations is that in our life, what we do is we are born and then we go to school and then we get our little degree and then we go get a job and then we get married and then we buy a house and then we have babies and then we work at a job that we probably don't even like, but we stay because it has benefits and other boring shit like that. And then maybe we can save enough money so that we can go on a couple cool trips when we're retired and then we die. That's the matrix. And when you're a digital nomad, you're saying, F that. I don't subscribe to this system. I don't want to be a part of this. I want to do things my way now. So um, as you are listening to this, as someone who probably doesn't have a degree, or if you do have a degree and you think your degree is useless, this is my optimism for you. This is my words of hope for you that it doesn't matter because you want to go do your own damn thing anyway. Why are you getting all hung up on this one little part about the matrix? You're not trying to be part of the matrix anymore anyway. So yeah, that's what I think a degree is. And if I were to do life again, knowing what I know now, would I go to school? Not if it was going to cost me what it cost me. I think I, I think like my degree was like $80,000 or something. Um, I am so blessed that my parents paid for my education, um, which is amazing. I, I never personally felt like super privileged growing up. I never felt like my parents had an abundance of money because they were putting it all towards my education, right? And um, yeah, so thank God I got out of school with no debt. But I really have so much sympathy for my peers who do get out of school with a fuck ton of debt. And um, anyway, maybe that's one of the reasons why you didn't go get a degree, right? Maybe you were like, ooh, this is a lot of money and do I really have to go that route? No, you don't. The answer is you do not. In my coaching business, I work with a lot of people who are in high school or they're just graduating high school and they literally choose to work with me instead of going to school because my program is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the price of a, an American university. And honestly, I set you up for life way more because for a lot of people, you can spend six months in my program and immediately turn around a full-time income. 
um, even if you started from literally absolute scratch, like like a high schooler. I'm going to tell you a story um, of, uh, let's talk about Caden. I have a few examples, but Caden is my fave because she was one of my first ever clients. I'll link her in the show notes and you can follow her on Instagram. Um, wow, what an inspiring little chica. She was uh, working in a small town in Canada and she found me when she was literally 18 in 2020. Um, so yeah, when she was 18, she was like, oh, Hmm, I don't want to spend all this money going to university and I don't even necessarily believe in university anymore. So she opted to take my program instead. Um, okay. She was literally working at Walmart as a manager there, which I think was like pretty good money for her. But did, was she rolling in the dough to afford a program like mine? No. But the thing is when people value something, they figure it the frick out on how to pay for it. And so Caden did. Caden was like, this is a path that I want to go in life and I want to become a digital nomad and I don't want to go to university. So she invested in my program. And uh, yeah, even though Caden didn't have really any any business experience literally at all, uh, she didn't even have any digital experience. She was working in retail. Um through my, I have this career assessment process that I made up myself. I think it's really based off of my personal experience and my intuitive abilities um, to help people figure out what is a remote career path that they can do that's going to light them up and that they're going to be good at. Um, if you've ever heard of your ick guy, uh, we look at that as well. So anyway, long story short, I suggested to Kaden that she become a digital consultant and that she would leverage her young age to support baby boomers who have a tough time using technology. So this was a really unique way for Caden to position herself, but she ended up getting some clients really quickly. Like I think within the first, I don't know, four or so months of working with me, which by the way, that's a very quick turnaround going from having zero experience whatsoever no digital skills to launching a business and get to even knowing what business you want to create, launching it and then getting clients. So yeah, Kaden got her first few paying clients. I think just through her word of mouth network. I think, I think one was like her friend's mom was one of her first clients and her friend's mom. I, I think the story was that she had an embroidery business or something and was trying to move her business more online. And, um, yeah, just needed someone who was, uh, like internet savvy to do that. And anyway, now Caden also leverages her youth, I think, to also help businesses get onto social media. And Caden can do that even though she's 18. Well, now she's 20, 21. Um, and she can do that because she knows how. And no one cares if she has a degree. No one even asks her if she has a degree. Why would they ask her? Why would someone like... Why, why would you ever ask me if I have a degree? You, now you know that I technically have one, but I bet it never would have crossed your damn mind to ask me if I had one um, before you joined my program. Like you might have been curious, but you wouldn't have asked me. Um, you wouldn't have asked me as a reason to hire or not hire me to be your coach. The reason why you're hiring me as your coach is because you see me as someone who is in the place where you want to be, that you want to leverage my life experience to skip the steps and to not make mistakes. You want to, you want to basically take 
a, a fast pass to the front of the line to the lifestyle that you desire. And that's why anybody hires a coach. They don't hire a coach because they have a specific degree. You might hire a therapist for that reason, but that's just a whole different ballgame. A coach is not a therapist. Anyway, I digress. The point is, Caden doesn't have a degree and it doesn't matter because do you know what she's been doing for the past few years since we worked together? She's been making money from her laptop while traveling all around Central America. When I last checked in with her, she was in El Salvador, but she also spent time in Guatemala, in Mexico. I forget where else she went. But anyway, she she went to, I think, like eight countries. Um, and Caden is just one story, by the way. I have so many stories of clients who don't have degrees and they made it freaking happen. They just took life by the horns. They invested in themselves in a practical way, which is not university. Is university practical? To me, no. Like, I can't not be grateful for my degree because just I I did it. It's over with. I'm not going to say that I regret it. Um, but again, if I could do life over again, I just don't think that it's the most practical or, yeah, relevant use of that much money. It's so expensive to go to school unless you're European and you're like Dutch or something and then good for you guys. <laughs> but uh, if you're American listening to this, then you're screwed. Honestly, if you want to go get a degree, like either you're burning a hole in your parents' pocket or in your own future debt. Um, and I just feel like, you know, then, then once you're in debt, you're not only, you're just, you're like not free in a different way. Now you're literally like in debt. Yeah. You're in a way you're kind of a slave. Like you're a slave to banks. You're a slave to whoever you owe money to because that now has to be your priority. So when an opportunity comes up for you to book a one-way plane ticket and you still owe money to a, to someone else, like you're going to think twice about doing that because it's not going to feel, um, it's not going to feel like an integrity. It's not going to feel moral. I mean, maybe, I don't know, or, or just go for it. <laughs> maybe the government will wipe your loans free. <sighs> if you've listened to my podcast before, you know I love a good rant. Anyway, uh, let's talk about what kind of careers can you do if you don't have a degree. And there are so many things, but I don't think any of them involve having a job. If you want to get a job without a degree, I honestly just think that you're kind of setting yourself up for some disappointment and possibly even disrespect. It When you're in the matrix and everybody else was like they they felt that they needed to get a degree they're gonna you know your employer if they have a degree they're gonna want to make sure that they made the right decisions in life so they might look for other people who have a degree because now other people who have a degree they have like similar values and belief systems to them and they resonate and uh yeah anyway it's just people are people right so um, you really don't want to put your fate into a biased employer's hands, if you ask me, I mean, personally. Um, I think that you want to put your fate into your own hands. I think that you should create your own business. And before you go ahead and tell me that, Crystal, I don't want to make a business. I, I don't, I've never seen myself as an entrepreneur. 
I encourage you to think twice about that belief system. And uh, I encourage you to consider what do you think an entrepreneur does? Like, what do you think that a business owner does? Why do you think that you're not cut out for it? Because when you become an entrepreneur, like, yeah, there are definitely some growing pains. You need to relearn how to operate um, your time and energy. You need to, um, you know, figure out a way to be self-disciplined. But just because you've been living in a, in a comfort zone where someone else has been dictating your life all along, I know it's more comfortable to let someone else decide your schedule, to let someone else tell you what to do. Um, you can break out of that mentality and you can figure out how to do it yourself. Okay. If you want to change your life, you, you got to be ready to change your whole life. You can't just change your career and think that like, you, you can't just get a new job and think that all of a sudden everything is going to change for you. If you want to have actual freedom, you got to fucking go for it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyway, the way that I teach entrepreneurship is actually pretty straightforward. You can listen to the second episode of this podcast called How Anyone Can Get Started as a Digital Nomad. And I really break down the process for you. So it'll, it will no longer be a mystery. But yeah, basically what I would suggest that you do is, uh, come do my career assessment process. Um, well, obviously, obviously join the DNLA, the Digital Nomad Life Academy, book a career assessment call with me. I will review it. I will suggest a remote, um, job or remote career path or remote business for you. And then I'll teach you how to build it. But some of the businesses that I encourage my clients to create, would be consulting. So if you already have um, a lot of knowledge in a specific area, let's say you're further along in your career, um, then maybe you could consult on how other people can do that thing that you know how to do. Or you could coach them if you happen to have a high degree of emotional intelligence, um, if you naturally tend to be someone that people come to for advice or that you just find yourself holding space for other people all the time, um, then maybe going into coaching and you can create a coaching business with pretty low resistance um, if you're willing to energetically step into that role, that is. Um, you could become a freelancer. So as you heard, I was a freelance writer and yeah, my journalism degree helped me do that, but you can learn a very specific kind of writing like copywriting for sales pages or email copywriting. And you can become a paid writer if you're doing a very specific kind of writer. And because you're only learning how to do one specific kind of writing, it doesn't actually take you that long to learn how to do it. You could also learn podcast editing or Pinterest management or social media management. And none of these things you need a degree for. I've noticed that some universities are offering degrees for digital marketing and social media management, which is so freaking laughable. It's like they know, they know that people can go and create businesses without these degrees and they want to do anything they can to keep society in the mentality that they need a degree because that's how they make money. Colleges, by the way, are businesses. They are highly profitable, like ridiculously profitable. Um, so I, I don't, I'm not going to get these numbers right, but my friend told me that the university that she went to has basically in their savings account over a billion dollars, which is gross. Like, ew, why do they need all that money? But 
gun colleges are just ridiculously profitable. Um, how could they not be charging that kind of money? Like, if you're paying, a lot of universities in the, in the United States are around like $40,000 a year. Some are even more than that, which is also gross. Like, in on what planet does a human need to spend $40,000 a year to cover their costs? Like, how much does it cost to live in a place? By the way, your tuition doesn't even usually cover your accommodation. So you're having to pay for that on top of your tuition. What does your money go to? Can you ask yourself that? Like, it's not going to the teachers. Teachers are so ridiculously underpaid. So it's going towards building beautiful buildings and like sports teams and marketing and why. Um, but they have more money than just enough money to go into those things, right? Colleges are businesses and you can vote with your dollar. I don't know if you've ever heard that expression. I love that expression. Like, like the places that you spend your money in, this is you voting for ways of society for, um, for businesses. I mean, it's even like when you go to a, a travel destination. If you're listening to this, you're probably a traveler. When you spend a dollar at um, a corporate shop, uh, you're voting for capitalism. Whereas when you are spending a dollar on a local, you're voting for lifting up the actual local population. And how are you going to vote with your dollar, right? And so you do that as well with your education. You do not have to follow society's rules. You can do what you want to do. You can live the way that you want to live. Are you going to face criticism? Yes. <laughs> Are people going to judge you? Yes. But there's so many great episodes in this podcast. You can listen to how to deal with criticism when you become a digital nomad. That's another episode um, that if that's where you're at right now, I think that will really help you feel better. There's another one. Um, I just recorded it before I made this one, but yeah, it's going to be called what happens when you outgrow the people around you when you become a digital nomad. So anyway, I hope that this episode inspired you. Um, final reminder, no one is going to ask you if you have a degree when you start your own business. Also, there are a lot of companies out there that actually like, you know, are kind of looking at people that chose not to get uh, a degree, like chose not to go to college as innovators and free thinkers. And for tech companies, that's a really desirable trait. So there's always a million ways to look at any particular situation. I just shared with you my personal perspective. Um, if you want to hear more of my perspective, well, obviously there's this podcast and of course there's the Digital Nomad Life Academy. So I'm going to just explain that to you since you're here. No pressure, obviously, but uh, yeah, the, the Digital Nomad Life Academy or the DNLA, it's a year-long membership where there's a live call every single week where you can get live coaching from me or other people, um, other amazing coaches who are in my personal network, who I trust with my life, who are amazing entrepreneurs, digital nomads themselves, full-time travelers. Um, and we have workshops, speed networking events where you can meet the other people in the community because look, like this is not a community where it's like your mom's favorite Facebook group. No, this is a community where you actually meet people. I want you to meet people. I want you to be sending me a picture 
when you and your new DNLA bestie are both in Thailand together. Like, I want to see those pictures. They literally light my soul on fire. I love them. Um, I want you guys to be connecting. So I really make a huge effort to make sure that this community is a place where you can make friends for life, travel buddies, business partners. So the live component is is a huge part of the DNLA, but also I have an entire online course library that teaches you everything. And I mean everything. I don't even understand how I made this much content. But um, yeah, there's a video to teach you every single step of the way to creating your business from absolute scratch all the way to creating a sophisticated marketing funnel for that business and everything in between. I'm talking personal branding. I'm talking sales calls, how to get clients, where to find clients, how to energetically step into this new version of yourself. And there's a huge personal development aspect to the program as well. Pretty much in every single lesson, there is a little shadow work exercise. For example, when you get to the social media part, when I teach you how to show up on social media so that you can have a great brand behind your business and get incoming clients, usually people encounter a fear of being seen when they have to first show up on social media. So I walk you through some deep personal development exercises where you can uncover why you have this fear and how to heal it so that you can start showing up in the world as the biggest, baddest, most authentic version of you who seizes life by the horns and marches to the beat of your own drum and finds people who are of your frequency, finds your people, surrounds yourself by the right people because you are the sum of the people that you surround yourself with. Anyway, um, I didn't mean to go into a rant about my business, but I just love what I do so much. It is my personal goal to be known as one of the best coaches in the world. I want to be up there with Tony Robbins and I want to be someone who's known as someone who's impacted thousands of people. So maybe you will be one of those people. I don't know. Anyway, you can look at the show notes to find more information about the Digital Nomad Life Academy. Or if you're on the fence, then what I would recommend you do is go to the free training, which is called How to Get Started as a Digital Nomad. It's my famous masterclass. Um, I hosted it so many times live before. Um, and uh, yeah, finally I recorded it and now it's available for you to watch. So full disclosure, it's going to take you three hours to watch it. Um, I really go into so much detail about uh, the my philosophy on how I teach people how to become digital nomads. I talk to you about the different kind of career options there are. I break down all the limiting beliefs that you probably have, the things that have been holding you back, the reason why you're listening to this podcast and not actually, you know, living in your dream destination. So go ahead and listen to or watch the masterclass and uh, feel free to hit me up. You can message Digital Nomad Life Academy on Instagram. And uh, yeah, if it's not me, it's guaranteed one of my colleagues who are now working inside the DNLA. But if you have any questions, they'll let me know and I can respond to you with a voice message. And I would love, love, love to hear your questions. If you have any other ideas for a podcast episode as well, send them over. I'm obviously a talker, so any great ideas that you want to give me, I I will fully embrace. I hope to see you inside of the DNLA at some point and uh, hope to catch you on the next episode. And I wish you an amazing day and a bright future as a freedom-focused traveling digital nomad. Bye.